Do you have beautiful feet? Shalom. Welcome to Glory and Light, the podcast of CMJ USA, where we proclaim the good news of Jesus the Messiah, the revealing light to the nations, and the glory of his people Israel. Jesus sent all his followers to tell others the good news that God loves us. We see God's love in Jesus coming and dying to pay the penalty for our rebellion. Reverend Philip Bottomley reminds us that the best and only good news there is, is that God raised Jesus from the dead and will forgive anyone who trusts in Jesus and makes him Savior and Lord of their life. In Romans 10:15, thinking of runners who in ancient times carried the news, Paul says that those who carry this good news about Jesus have truly beautiful feet. Reverend Philip Bottomley, CMJ USA's Director of Ministry Partnerships, gave this sermon at Prince of Peace Anglican Church near Pittsburgh. To learn more about CMJ USA, to sign up for our newsletters, or to make a donation, visit cmj-usa.org. Lord, we thank you for the power of your word. Holy Spirit, come and enable me to proclaim your word and open all our hearts to receive your word and to respond to it. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. News is big business these days, is it not? We forget there was once a time when if you wanted some news, you had to wait till a person ran to give it you. And then maybe you could uh, have carrier pigeons, or perhaps a circular letter might reach you a few years after it was given. Then, of course, in modern times, we started being able to tap, 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 and send wire messages and get a bit more. Then people started reporting, and we had daily newspapers that told you a lot, but again, taking several days to get to you, perhaps, with the news. Then came the radio, and we could hear people telling us over the radio. Then the TV. We could actually see some things, not just hear about them. <laughs> but now, hundreds of news channels, multitude of devices, which you can get the news instantly and see it happening from the remotest corners of the world. People used to have a job believing what the Bible said about when Jesus returned, that every eye would be able to see him, especially when they found out that the world was round. Now, whew, that's nothing. Every eye will see him, and probably not just remotely. <laughs> it's always been the grapevine, of course, but that can get very twisted, so you don't know whether it's true or not. There's all kinds of news. Sports news, financial news, political news, local news, international news. It can be absolutely overwhelming. We're bombarded with it every day. There's also fake news and propaganda and spins that have been spun all over the place. But it seems to me, in my experience, we're all ready to pass on news, aren't we? Be it good or bad. Unfortunately, we also pass on things we shouldn't and fail to pass on things we should sometimes. Well, this, the second last Sunday of the season of Epiphany in the Anglican Church in North America is also World Mission Sunday. 
What does the word mission mean? Many organizations, the Jewish ministry I work for and this church included, have a mission statement. In that, we put forward the goals and purposes of the organization. Many people believe they have a mission in life, by which they mean they see it as the thing they've got to focus on in their life. The word mission itself, however, comes from a Latin verb, mito, which means to send. So it's all about being sent. When the resurrected Jesus appeared to his disciples in the upper room the first time, before Thomas was with them, he said to his disciples, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. That means that all of Jesus' followers, including you and me, if we are a follower of his, has been sent by Jesus to tell about him so that others can hear it. You've heard me say it before. All Christians are missionaries, not just those folks that God has called to leave their home communities and to go to Timbuktu or wherever and share the good news of Jesus with them. We all, if we know Jesus, have good news and we've been sent to share it. What is that news? Well, I hope you've been listening both to the scriptures and the music today. We have amazing news. God loves us. He created us to be in relationship with him. And when we blew it and lost and forfeited that and ended up separating from him and possibly separating from him forever, he did something about it. In Jesus' son, he came and he took that punishment. He was separated and bore our sins. And then he rose from the dead. That's an amazing thing. Know anybody else in your service that has risen from the dead? Sometimes God does that. He can do. But he raised Jesus from the dead. Do you believe it? Well, that's amazing news then, isn't it? And then says St. Paul in our passage for today from Romans, you got to declare it. Do people know that Jesus is your Lord? If he's in there, as somebody said to me, he's got to come out. Otherwise, he isn't in there. Let's take a look at this passage from Romans chapter 10. It's on the back of your bulletins. You want to follow along. And we really need to read God's word. It is important. This message, says Paul, if you confess with your mouth, verse 9, that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's it. That is so simple, but it's so profound. And if we put our trust in Jesus, we know it to be true news, not fake news. God has provided a solution to our universal problem of sin that separates us from God. And he has done all that is necessary to give us new life in him, including rising from the dead, and restore that relationship for now and forever. All we have to do is believe it in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and then live to proclaim him as Lord and Savior. Wow! Great news! 
Now we're called to tell, to share good news with everyone so that they can come to know that same truth for themselves. St. Paul assures us that everyone, everyone who receives the news and calls on the name of the Lord and believes in him will be saved. Done deal. He adds that it doesn't matter where they come from, Jewish, non-Jewish, Gentile, male, female, black, white, young, old, poor, rich, really bad, pretty good. Doesn't matter. We're not good enough. But he's done everything necessary to deal with our sin and restore us to relationship with him. But it is very, very clear from what Paul has to say, that's the only way to be saved. Anybody else who offers you by good works or believing in this, that, and the other is fake news and a lie from the devil. Only if you believe that God raised Jesus from the dead and proclaim him as Lord can you be saved. It's essential. But then in verse 14, St. Paul asks a series of searching questions. So how can people call on the one they've not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? And he adds, quoting Isaiah 52, 7, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Remember I mentioned those runners bringing the message? That's what Paul's talking about. So that those who bring the message of good news have beautiful feet. <laughs> Don't look at mine. But that's what he's talking about, the physical feet. So much as the fact that they're bringing good news. Don't we need it in these days? So our job as believers and followers of Jesus is to preach the good news so folks can hear it by responding in faith and be saved. It isn't preaching what clergy like me and Pastor John and Pastor Greg and Deacon Jim went to seminary to get trained to do. How can we all preach? Well, in Acts chapter 8, the historian there writing about the believers who had been living in Jerusalem and had heard the word of God and came to faith in him because of persecution were scattered everywhere. And it says that these people, everywhere they went, they preached the word wherever they went. They were not seminary trained. They were young believers. It was very new to them. They may not have known all the scriptures to quote. So Jewish people tended to know more, especially at that time, what the scriptures actually had to say. I found out some time ago that the Greek word there that is translated preached can also be rendered gossiped, the gospel. And by gum, we all know how to do that, don't we? Some of us are really good at it. There's a good sense of gossiping and a very bad sense of gossiping. Unfortunately, we're too good at that too sometimes. I want you to listen how Eugene Peterson, in his paraphrase, the message, renders these verses. How can people call for help if they don't know who to trust? Trust's a big deal these days. And how can they know who to trust 
if they haven't heard of the one who can be trusted? And how can they hear if nobody tells them? And how is anyone going to tell them unless someone is sent to do it? That's why scripture exclaims, a sight to take your breath away. Grand processions of people telling all the good things of God. Can we do that? <laughs> Just a matter of telling all the good things God has done. Like God has been healing me. Tell it. St. Paul is a realist, however. And in verses 16 and 17, the last verses of our passage, he warns that not everyone will accept the news and believe. It's true that some will even be hostile to the message that you try to give them. That is true. Yes, as he said earlier, everyone who hears and does believe will certainly be saved. But we need to be aware as his followers who are preparing to give out the good news that not everyone will, sadly, accept. There will be some who, like Thomas in our gospel reading, will have genuine questions, not just trying to put you off. Some will, but they'll have questions like Thomas. I used to believe that the nickname he had, Didymus, meant a doubting person. Doesn't, it means the twin. So he gets a bad rap because he was questioning, not doubting. He'd never seen anybody rise from the dead before, except when Jesus healed them. It was, wow, was a question. And notice that Jesus is perfectly willing to answer those kind of questions and give the evidence that is necessary. So if people are asking you questions, the Lord will give you the ability to speak the answers. Learn how to use tactic <laughs> that we've been studying in the adult class. And those people then have the opportunity to say what Thomas did to Jesus. My Lord and my God. But I'll just say one more thing on that. We have no other gospel to proclaim. Don't try to proclaim the church. Don't try to give them other things. Give them the truth. God raised Jesus from the dead. Every other is false, fake, lies, not news. And I just want to say to anybody who's watching or sitting here, if you don't know Jesus as Lord and can proclaim it in your life, then he isn't in there. Whether you come to church three times a week, whether you stick a collar around your neck and go to seminary, unless Jesus is your Lord and Savior, he's not in there. And you won't have good news to proclaim. So on this World Mission Weekend, let each of us recommit ourselves to go and gossip the good news to everyone as the Holy Spirit enables us. When I was struggling with COVID, everything scared the daylights out of me. As we look around the world, Ukraine, wherever, the news is terrifying at times. Praise God, he's still in charge. And we need, despite all the news, we need to know that and remember it. But our time may be short to proclaim that message. We only have now. Herb Bailey said something to me a, long, a while ago, a year and a half at least, when people around us were actually dying a lot more from COVID. I had a neighbor, direct neighbor next door, who died of COVID. He said this, 
The fact that they're dying means we Christians need to be so much more proactive in sharing the good news of Jesus before they die. When was the last time you told somebody the good news of Jesus? And me too. I pray that everyone who's a member of Prince of Peace will have beautiful feet. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Our theme music is Still You by Joel Lupus via filmmusic.io. To learn more about CMJ USA, to sign up for our newsletters, or to make a donation, visit cmj-usa.org. cmj-usa.org. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook. Until next time, the Lord bless you and keep you.